Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, April 14th, 2021, and welcome to episode number 249 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is, of course, WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set, of course, to talk about all your, of course, pop culture news of the day, of course, coming to from our friends, of course, at 411mania.com. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you today's pop culture history and uh, birthdays here, of course, as well, of course, happening throughout the uh, general pop culture, as well as, of course, movies, TV, <clears throat> music, and also sports. And also, ladies and gentlemen, to get you prepared for tonight's edition of Revolution, we will have a few little wrestling news tidbits, also courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania here this evening. If you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 141-387-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we are that we have, of course, up for grabs here, of course, here tonight. It is now 6.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, folks. Let us now go ahead here and proceed to 411mania.com with, of course, a, with, of course some, some of the stories that, that, of course, have popped up on 411 Mania over the last couple of days. Uh, we do thank, of course, our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us here, as always, in the WWS radio network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. In addition to, of course, here on Outside the Ropes, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as, of course, Power Hour, WCWS This Morning, as well as, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also Sports Machine. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to, of course, incorporate 411 Mania into several of more of our shows when we get, of course, get them back up and running here very, very soon in 2021. Our first story, of course, ladies and gentlemen, coming in here from Joseph Lee tonight as the latest trailer for the for uh, F9, of course, the latest movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, as I say, races in. Universal Pictures has released a new trailer for F9, <clears throat> the ninth film in the blockbuster Fast and Furious franchise. The film was directed by Justin Lin and stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, John Cena, Chris Ludacris Bridges, Jordana Brewster, Natalie Emmanuel, Soon Kang, Helen Mirren, Charlie Steren, and Cardi B. It arrives on the- in theaters on June the 25th. A little hypnosis right here. Vin Diesel's Dom Toretto is leading a quiet life off the grid with Letty and his, and his son, Little Brian. But they know that danger always lurks just over that their peaceful horizon. This time, that threat will force Dom to confront the sins of his past. He's going to save those he loves most. His crew joins together to stop a world-shattering plot led by the most skilled assassin <clears throat> and high-performance driver they ever encountered, a man who also happens to be Dom's forsaken brother, Jacob, who is played by John Cena. So be sure to, of course, check out the uh, check out this trailer here, which we will definitely uh, post this on our WWUS Entertainment Cavalcade page 
if you wish to, of course, uh, check that out, dear folks. Our next, our next story, of course, here, uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as the new She-Hulk Disney Plus series is now officially filming in Atlanta. Marvel Studios has begun shooting on their Disney Plus She-Hulk series and will continue to do so through the summer. Georgia's official website has confirmed that production has begun on the MCU series at Trilith Studios in Atlanta and is expected to continue through the end of August. The series stars Tatiana Maslany as, as the, of course, the, the, the character, of course, She-Hulk, also known as Jennifer Walters, with appearances by Mark Ruffalo as, of course, playing the role that he, of course, had in the Avengers movies, Bruce Banner and the Hulk, and Tim Roth as Emil Blonsky, who is also known as the uh, character Abomination. The series is a legal comedy that will span 10 half-hour-long episodes and is written by Jessica Gao with Kat Cairo and Anu Vilea said to direct and executive produce. The series does not have does not yet have an official premiere date. Uh, according to the She-Hulk Daily Twitter account that came out on the 12th, it, it says the official Georgia State website has listed hashtag She-Hulk on their now filming in Georgia page that keeps track of shows and movies currently in production or prepping in Georgia. And there's a picture, of course, and there's a picture, of course, like I said, on this tweet, if you care to, of course, take a look at that right there. But we don't have an official date as to when this is, as, as of course, when, they, when they're set to, uh, uh, as, as to, of course, when they're set to, of course, uh, 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 release. But we'll, of course, keep you informed, of course, about that if anything does change. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as Ryan Reynolds is pulled into action in first in first uh, in the trailer for the uh, first trailer for the move, his new movie Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Ryan Reynolds is back to bodyguarding in an action comedy form. The trailer to the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard online Lionsgate has released the first official trailer for the sequel to the 2017 hit. With Reynolds bodyguard Michael Bryce pulled back into action to protect Darius Kincaid, Samuel L. Jackson's wife, Sonia, of course, played by Salma Hayek. The preview, of course, is right here. The film is directed by Patrick Hughes and stars Reynolds, Jackson, Hayek, also Antonio Banderas and Morgan Freeman, Frank Grillo, Caroline Goodall, Rebecca Front, Gabriella Wright, Alice McMillan, Christopher Kamiyasu, Tom Hopper, Blake Ritson, and Richard E. Grant. It is set to release on June 16th, and here's here's the synopsis: The world's most lethal odd couple, bodyguard Michael Bryce, played by Ryan Reynolds, and hitman Darius Kincaid, played by Samuel L. Jackson, are back on another life-threatening mission. Still unlicensed and under scrutiny, Bryce is forced into action by Darius's even more volatile wife, the infamous international con artist Sonia Kincaid, played by Salma Hayek. As Bryce is driven over the edge by his two most da- dangerous protectees, the trio get in over their heads in a global plot and soon find that they are all that that stand between Europe and an vengeful and powerful madman played by Antonio Banderas. Joining the fun and deadly mayhem is Morgan Freeman, as, of course, that technically you're going to have to see who he plays in this movie. And, of course, we'll, of course, be posting, we'll post a trailer for this movie, uh, um, 
on the Entertainment Cavalcade page, of course, here as well. If you wish to, of course, check that out. Sorry about that here, folks. One story that popped in, I believe it popped in yesterday, definitely, of course, uh, need, need to go ahead and address. Ashish popped, posted this story yesterday as Hank Azaria, from, of course, one of the voice actors from The Simpsons, wants to apologize to every single person of Indian dis descent for the character Apu. Hank Azaria recently told the Armchair, Armchair Expert podcast via the Hollywood Reporter that he sometimes feels, feels the need to personally apologize to every single Indian person in the United States for, of course, his voice of Apu on The Simpsons. I really do apologize, Azaria said. It's important. I apologize for my part in creating th that and participating in that. Part of me feels like I need to go to every single Indian person in this country and personally apologize, and sometimes I do. Azaria added that Apu, that, that the character Apu is practically a slur at this point. The character of Apu has come under fire in recent years for its racially stereotypical behavior and because a Caucasian actor voiced the Indian character. Azaria shared the story about talking about Apu to a 17-year-old Indian student at his son's school. And he says, I was speaking at my son's school. I was talking to the Indian kids there because I wanted to get their input, said Azaria. A 17-year-old, he's never seen The Simpsons, but knows what Apu means. It's practically a slur at this point. All he knows is all he knows is that is how his people are thought of and represented to many people in this country. He said the boy, with tears in his eyes, asked him to tell Hollywood writers that what they do has ramifications on people's lives. So I don't, I don't even think this they even use this character that much anymore. On The Simpsons, I don't think because this show, we got to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, has been going on since the late '80s. So I mean, I'm surprised that the show is even that they still. Anyway, Jeffrey Harris has our next story that came out yesterday as a new trailer arrives for Zack Snyder's newest newest uh, sensation, Army of the Dead. Netflix has released the newest trailer for Zack Snyder's upcoming zombie heist film, Army of the Dead, which debuts next month. Here's the newest trailer is on here if you wish to, of course, take a look at it. The upcoming film stars former WWE superstar Dave Bautista, as well as Ella Purnell, Ana de la Reguera, Theo Rossi, Huma Karishi, Om Omari Hardwick, Teague Nataro, Hiroki Sonata, Garrett Delahunt. Matthias Schwighofer, Raul Castillo, uh, Nora Arnzetter, forgive me if I mispronounce that, and Samantha Wynn. Army of the Dead arrives on Netflix on May 21st. Here's, here's a synopsis. From filmmaker Zack Snyder, who did 300, Watchmen, and of course Zack Snyder's version of Justice League, Army of the Dead takes place following a zombie outbreak that has left Las Vegas in ruins and, walked off, and walled off from the rest of the world. When Scott Ward, played by Batista, a former zombie war hero who is now flipping burgers on the outskirts of the town he now calls home, is approached by casino boss Bly Tanaka, played by Hiroki Sonata. It's with the ultimate proposition, breaking through the zombie-infested quarantine zone to retrieve $200 million sitting in a vault beneath the strip before the city is nuked by the government in 32 hours. With little left to lose, Ward takes on the challenge Assembling, assembling a ragtag team of experts for the heist with a ticking clock 
a notoriously impenetrable vault, and a smarter, faster horde of alpha zombies closing in. Only one thing's for certain in the greatest heist ever attempted. Survivors take all. And we'll post this trailer as well on the Entertainment Cavalcade page if anybody wants to take a look at this. But uh, that's, of course, like I said, uh, coming up here, of course, here next month. Our next story here, folks, <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas posted this story, I do believe, on Monday, as the indie horror hit PG Psycho Gorman is coming to Shudder next month. Shudder is getting an infusion of alien-induced carnage next month as PG Psycho Gorman is set to stream exclusively through the service. Shudder announced on Monday that the Stephen Kostansky film will arrive on May 20th and will be the only. The only subscription service that will carry the film in the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. The film is an example of films that have been able to shine in part due to the pandemic and the, and the greater focus on home viewing. It hits theaters and video on demand. It hit theaters and video on demand back in January and has been a critical commercial success, garnering great reviews and make it an early mark among the top independent grossing films of the year. Kaczynski wrote and directed the film, which is a throwback to 1980s Midnight Madness movies, and stars Nita Josie Hanna, Owen Meyer, Adam Brooks, Alexis Hansi, and Matthew Nenabar. The film is described as follows. In P.G. Psycho Gorman, siblings Mimi and Luke unwittingly resurrect an ancient alien overlord who was entombed on Earth millions of years ago after a failed attempt to destroy the universe. They nicknamed the evil creature Psycho Gorman, or PG for short, and used a magical amulet they discovered to force them to obey their childish, childish whims. It is long before PG's reappearance draws the attention of intergalactic friends and foes from across the cosmos, and a rogues gallery of alien combatants converges... <clears throat> in small-town suburbia, the battle for the fate of the galaxy. And I don't have a trailer for this here yet, here, folks, so I can't, can't post one on there yet, but if, but if we do get, hear something about, more about this, we We have been, of course, talking about, of course, The Rock is supposed to be doing uh, a uh, movie version of the DC character Black Adam. Jeremy Thomas posted this back on Sunday at The Rock has revealed that he is the, the filming on the Black Adam movie has officially begun. This is according to Jeremy Thomas. DC's Black Adam has begun production as revealed by star Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The People's Champion posted to Instagram to reveal that the principal photography has officially begun on the comic book film, which stars Johnson in the role in, in, as Black Adam, alongside Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher, Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone, Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, and Sarah Shahai and Marwin Kazari in as yet unrevealed roles. Jaume Colette Sarah is directing the film with script by Rory Haynes and Sorab Noshiriani. It's said to be released on July 29, 2022. I'm sorry. Johnson wrote the following History in the making, extremely excited, and what a humbling moment to share with you. Officially kicking off day one of, of filming our Black Adam. Our director and maestro, Yalme Collette Sarah, our Academy Award nominee for Joker director of photography, Lawrence Shear, 
We have an all-star production crew, incredibly talented, galvanized, committed, and focused to raise the bar and deliver something special for the world. This one is an honor. And, of course, he posted, of course, one of the, uh, um, when they say action and they, the boards, he uh, posted the picture of the boards right there. Of course, hashtag protector of the people, hashtag man in black, hashtag black Adam, hashtag day one. So, of course, we can't wait to see how this movie, of course, will turn out. We're speaking of this movie was posted uh, back on Friday, but we'll go ahead and read this. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Black Widow's box office predictions spike following the July release move. It looks like if Disney's decision to push out Black Widow by a few months may mean a lot for the MCU film's box office success. As noted, Disney announced last month that the Scarlett Johansson starring film would release day and date on Disney Plus Premier Access and in theaters on July 9th, a month plus move away from its May 28th date. Now, a report from box office site The Numbers has revised production projections of a $170 million box office and a $63 million open. While those are not Avengers-style numbers, it must, of course, be noted that this is still pandemic-era movie numbers. I bet as things open up, some... The $170 million projection with a delay of just two months is also a big upgrade from the May 28th projection of $45 million. Adding the money that the film will bring in through the $29.99 premiere access price for those who want to watch the movie at home as a family. And the movie looks to be on much firmer ground than it would have been not long ago. As Marvel, as far as Marvel goes and other films that have pushed further back into summer, that can only Help, help their cause at this point, said Exhibitor Relations Senior Box Office Analyst Jeff Block. As the science of things points to the film industry getting more resilient across the board, that's excellent news for blockbusters considering budgets usually balloon upwards of $200 million these days. Black Widow, of course, stars Johansson, David Harbour, Florence Pugh, Rachel Weiss as Melina, Ray Winstone, and O.T., uh, Benil has described as follows. Said between the events of Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War, the film follows Natasha Romanoff, also known as Black Widow, as she confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her way long before she became an Avenger. Because if you remember, I think her character was ultimately killed in, uh, um, I believe, in, um, I think, Avengers, uh, Avengers Endgame, I think it was. I'm not sure. but And one more quick story here, folks. This came, this came out on Friday as well. As Lionsgate is in active development on the 10th film in the Saw franchise. Lionsgate already has plans past the Chris Rock-led Saw revival spiral with a 10th entry in the franchise in active development. Production Weekly's latest issue lists Saw 10 
has been in active development with bloody disgusting confirming that the film is in the works. Details on plans for the 10th film are not yet known and it's important to say that Spiral's relative success or failure could potentially affect plans. The Rock-led film, which also stars Samuel L. Jackson, is directed by Darren Lynn Boseman, set to release on May 14th. While the production weekly entry list, James Wan's Atomic Monster Production Company as a producer, BD has blooded or bloody disgusting, has confirmed that confirmed that was an error and that neither Wan nor his production company are actively involved in the new entry. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll just have to wait and see how that all, of course, will unfold here real soon. But, of course, apparently... There it will be a tenth movie in the Saw franchise for those of you who are fans of this of, of the of this genre. So there you go, and there you have it with your some of your uh, pop culture uh, history, uh, pop culture news right there off of Four Eleven Mania. We thank them for for bringing that here to us here tonight. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we can, of course, also find out some of your other your latest stories here. Of course, as always, we go to our friend the infamous amazon echo dot here to see if we can get some updates right here by of course me saying this alexa current news dad here's your news from cnn good evening here are the five things you need to know for wednesday april 14th President Joe Biden announced Wednesday the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan, saying there will be a full withdrawal by September 11th, the 20th anniversary of the 2001 terrorist attacks. The withdrawal will begin on May 1st, a deadline set by the Trump administration in an agreement with the Taliban. Mr. Biden said he will honor the agreement. President Biden said that he spoke with former President George W. Bush ahead of announcing his decision. Police officer Kim Potter was arrested and charged with second-degree manslaughter for killing Dante Wright during a traffic stop, a prosecutor said Wednesday. Officer Potter shot and killed 20-year-old Wright Sunday in Brooklyn Center, which is near downtown Minneapolis. His death reignited protests, some violent in the area. According to Minnesota statutes, the maximum sentence for second-degree manslaughter is 10 years in prison. Derek Chauvin's defense team is trying to prove George Floyd died due to a sudden heart issue, not from the police restraint. Maryland's former chief medical examiner testified Wednesday, saying Floyd had a sudden cardiac arrhythmia due to heart disease and Floyd's drug use history. Last week, the prosecution had medical examiners argue the police restraint was the primary cause of death. Chauvin has pleaded not guilty in Floyd's death. Bernie Madoff, the infamous Ponzi schemer, died in federal prison in North Carolina. The cause of death was not released. However, last year, the 82-year-old petitioned the courts for an early release from prison, stating terminal kidney failure. His request was denied. Madoff was the mastermind behind a $20 billion Ponzi scheme. He pled guilty to 11 felony charges in 2009. 
Hundreds of prominent executives from high-profile companies signed a statement that opposes discriminatory legislation that makes voting harder in the U.S. The companies include Amazon, Google, BlackRock, Starbucks, and more. Their statement was printed Wednesday in the New York Times with the headline, We Stand for Democracy. The statement does not directly address any specific legislation, only that they are against measures that restrict voting rights. That's all for your CNN Buy Things Evening Edition. For more on these stories and the latest news, you can always visit CNN.com slash Buy Things. Alexa, stop. We do thank our Amazon Echo Dot there, folks, for bringing us, of course, uh, five key points here, of course, here of uh, stories here that came out courtesy, of course, of our friends at CNN. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-387-POUND. Episode 249 of WWS Outside the Ropes. <clears throat> 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you as the rest of the panel went too tough to handle. Are getting themselves, of course, prepped here tonight uh, as they prepare to watch, of course, uh, tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, of course, as you know, it'll be the first time, of course, AEW will go unopposed due to, of course, the sudden move, 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 of course, of NXT to Tuesday nights now. Uh, but, but, of course, I will go ahead and let you know here tonight, episode 976 of Revolution 138055-pound. News and views, history and birthdays, of course, we'll be talking about uh, we'll definitely highlight, of course, some of the results from last night's NXT. We will also, of course, talk about tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, some of the results that did take place. Plus, also, of course, here, folks, we'll talk about night two of TakeOver, NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, some other wrestling extras coming your way. So be sure to listen in on all that, of course, coming up here at 9 o'clock this evening, 138055-pound for episode 976 of Revolution, part of the radio network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us go to our, let us go to, of course, our pop culture, history, and birthdays here, of course, here uh, for today, April the 14th. Let's see what we have here. What, what, of course, we have in terms of general pop culture as well as, of course, movies, TV, music, and also sports as well. Uh, <clears throat> some interesting moments here. On this day in 1865, President Abraham Lincoln is shot in the head by John Wilkes Booth at Ford Theater in Washington, D.C. He dies one day later. On this day in 1903, Dr. Harry Plotz discovers a vaccine against typhoid. This was in New York City. On this day in 1912, the infamous Titanic hits an iceberg at 11.40 p.m. off of Newfoundland, there in Canada. On this day in 1935, of course, which was known as Black Sunday, a severe dust storm ravages the United States Midwest, led to the, led to the region being named the Dust Bowl. On this date in 1981, the first space shuttle, Columbia 1, officially returns to Earth safely. And on this day in 2003, the Human Genome Project is completed, 
with 99% of the human genome sequenced to an accuracy of 99.99%. Uh, some key moments here, of course, as like we said, in movies and TV on this day in 1894, the first public showing of Thomas Edison's kinetoscope, which, of course, was is moving pictures. Today in our music, uh, music history on this day in 2000, rock band Metallica files a lawsuit against uh, P2P, Sharon, uh, Sharon Phenom uh, Napster. This lawsuit eventually leads to the movement against the file sharing programs. And on a state in sports history, on the state in 2002, the 66th uh, annual Masters Tournament at Augusta National Golf Club, of course, there in Georgia, Tiger Woods becomes the third player to claim back-to-back -back Masters, three strokes ahead of, of Retief Goodson of South Africa. On a state in 2015, archaeologists announced they have found at Lumqui in Kenya a 3.3 million-year-old uh, stone tools the oldest ever discovered and which predates the earliest humans. Uh, some uh, some uh, famous some uh, well some birthdays today. The uh, let's see here uh, the, the, the the facade of Saudi Arabia today. Uh, <clears throat> let's see here today would have would have turned let's see. 115 years old. He passed away in 1975. Baseball legend Pete Rose today turns 80 years old. And I do believe this is an actor here. Robert Carlyle today turns 60. Also on this day in 1841, the first detective story published, which was Edgar Allan Poe's Murders in Rue Morgue, which was in April of 18, like I said, 1841. Some famous weddings here. On this day in 1880, philosopher John Muir, who was 41 at the time, marries Louisa Strenzel. On this day in 1890, painter Pierre-Auguste Renoir, who was 49 at the time, marries Aline Victorine Chargot. And on this day in 1935, PGA golfer Ben Hogan, who was 22 at the time, marries Valerie Fox in Clyburn, Texas. A couple of, of divorce, divorces. On state 1978, novelist Daniel Steele, who was 30 at the time, divorces Danny Zugelder after almost three years of marriage. And on state 1994, musician Billy Joel and supermodel Christy Brinkley announced officially now announced plans to divorce. Uh, some notable passings here: uh, legendary composer uh, Handel. George Friedrich Handel passed away on the day 1759. Uh, Rachel Carson um, passed passed away on the day 1964, and Pete Farndon passed away on this date in 1983. And also, uh, Charles Dickens was struck with grief on this day for when his tiny daughter Dora passed away after suffering convulsions. She was only less than eight months old. Of course, Charles Dickens, uh, better, better, uh, well known for, of course, writing the Christmas Carol, a Tale of Two Cities, among others. So, now let's go to our movies and TV portion right here, ladies and gentlemen. As we said on this day in 1894, the first public showing of Thomas Edison's kinetoscope took place. On this day in 1953, WHYN, now WGGB, TV Channel 40 in Springfield. Holyoke, Massachusetts, which is an ABC affiliate, begins broadcasting. 
on this day, 1955, WBRZ TV Channel 2 in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which started out as an ABC affiliate, which is now an NBC affiliate, begins their broadcasting. On this day, 1956, the Ampex Corporation demonstrates the first commercial videotape recorder. On this day, 1959, KDIN-TV Channel 11 in Des Moines, Iowa, the PBS affiliate begins their broadcasting. On this day, 1961, the first live TV broadcast from the Soviet Union takes place. On this day, 1969, two moments take place. First off, the 41st Annual Academy Awards, the movie Oliver, as well as actor Cliff Robertson, and also... And also, of course, a tie for best actress between the late Catherine Hepburn and Barbara Streisand. And also, KE also in 1969, KEET TV Channel 13 in Eureka, California, PBS affiliate begins their broadcasting. <clears throat> legendary on some birthdays here. Legendary actor Rod Steiger. Uh, today, let's see here. Of course, best known as playing. The role made famous by Carol O'Connor. Uh, of course, he did the movie version of the TV show In the Heat of the Night. He played the role of Chief Gillespie, which was played by the late Carol O'Connor on the TV show. Uh, today, Mr. Steiger would have turned 96 years old. He sadly passed away in 2002. Uh, actor Robert Carlyle today turned 60. And actor Adrian Brody today turns 48. Also, one passing, ladies and gentlemen, actor Frederick March passed away on this date in 1975. Uh, also, of course, some weddings and movies and TV here in 1956. Actress Vera Miles, who was 25 at the time, marries actor Gordon Scott, who was 29. 1958 on this date, film director Stanley Kubrick, who was 29 at the time, Mary's actress, Christiane Harlan, who was 25. Wednesday, 1976, a couple of moments takes place. First off, the Washington Post reporter Carl Bernstein, 32 at the time. Mary's writer and director, Nora Ephron, who was 34 at the time, at a civil ceremony in Manhattan. Wednesday, 1976, uh, singer and actress Doris Day, who was 54 at the time. Mary's restaurateur, Barry Comden. And I'll stay in 2007, supermodel Esther Canadas, who was 30 at the time, marries MotoGP rider Siti Gibernau, who was 34 at the time in Spain. And as we said, of course, one divorce on the state in 1994, Billy Joel and Chrissy Brinkley announced their plans to divorce. Now let's check your music right here, folks. On this day in 1883, Leo the Blee's opera Lock Me premieres in Paris. Excuse me. On this day in 1895, the first performance of Gustav Mahler's Incomplete Second Symphony takes place. On this day in 1932, Bizet, Messine, and Mira's Jaude Enfants premieres in Monte Carlo. On this day in 1936, French singer Edith Poff was questioned after a nightclub owner and her patron Louis Le Plee was murdered in Paris. On this date, 1946, the, the musical Day Before Spring closes at National Theater New York City after 167 performances. Two moments on this date, 1956, Silt Stockings closes at Imperial Theater New York City after 461 performances. And also Plain and Fancy closes at Mark Hellinger Theater New York City after 476 performances. On this date in 1960, 
Lee Adams and Charles Strauss's musical Bye Bye Birdie, which was starring Dick Van Dyke, Cheetah Rivera, and Dick, Dick Gautier, opens at Martin Beck Theater in New York City, runs for 607 performances. Some notable uh, uh, birthdays in music. Um, legendary country music star Loretta Lynn today turns 89. And Richie Blackmore today turns 76. Also, like we said, uh, <clears throat> composer George Frederick Handel passed away on the stage in 1759. And Pete, Pete Farndon passed away on the stage in 1983. Also, like we said, 1976, George Day marries restaurateur Barry Comden. Uh, and on the stage in 2012, Lady Antebellum singer Dave Haywood, who was 29 at the time, Mary's executive with Warner Brothers Records, Kelly Cashiola, who was 30 at the time in Nashville, Tennessee. And of course, the one divorce, as we said, 1994, Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley announced their plans to divorce. Now, of course, let's check your sports uh, history and birthdays. On this date, 1917, the Chicago White Sox pitcher Ed Gachette. Chicot or yeah, no hits to St. Louis Browns, 11 to nothing. On say 1925, the first regular season Chicago Cubs game broadcast on radio, which was WGN, by caller Quinn Ryan. Cubs beat the Pirates, 8 to 2. On say 1928, Stanley Cup final Montreal 4, Montreal, Quebec. In their only second season in the NHL, New York Rangers beat the Montreal Maroons, 2 to 1 for a 3 2 series win. On state 1931, Stanley Cup final, Montreal Forum, Montreal, Quebec. The Canadians beat Chicago Blackhawks 2 0 for a 3 2 series win. The Canadians back to back championships. On state 1941, the 45th Boston Marathon was won by Leslie Paulson in 2 38 his third victory in the event. On the state in 1948, the Stanley Cup final, Olympia Stadium in Detroit. The Toronto Maple Leafs go back to back with a 7 2 win over the Red Wings. Or 4 0 series sweep. On say 1955, <clears throat> 26 year old catcher outfielder Elson Howard becomes first African American to play for the New York Yankees, hits single with one RBI and 8 4 loss in the Boston Red Sox. Also, this is 1955 Stanley Cup final Olympia Stadium in Detroit. The Detroit Red Wings win back to back titles, defeat the Montreal Canadiens. 3-1-4-4-3 series victory. As you said, legendary baseball player Pete Rose today turns 80. Former baseball great David Justice turns 55. And also former baseball great, of course, he played a member here very well for the Atlanta Braves. I think David Justice did as well. Uh, Greg Maddox as well also today turns 55. Some notable passings here on the state in 1911, Addie Joss. He was a baseball player from right here in America, played for the Cleveland Naps, passes away of TB, I think it was tuberculosis, at the age of 31. On the state, 1922, Cap Anson, who was a Baseball Hall of Fame first baseman and manager. He was a National League batting champion in 1881 and 88, <clears throat> and eight times National League RBI leader, Chicago White Stockings and Colts, dies from a glandular ailment at the age of 69. On state 1938, Gil, Gillis Grabstrom, who was a Swedish uh, figure skater from Sweden, who won the Olympic gold in 1920, 24, and 28, passes away of blood poisoning at the age of 44. And on state 1964, Herb McGurr, 
who was a New Zealand cricketer, but had two tests for New Zealand, 51 runs, and also, but passes away at the age of 72. As we said, 1935, Ben Hogan marries Valerie Fox in Clyburn, Texas. 1950, minor league pitcher and future Dodgers manager Tommy Lasorda, who was 22 at the time, marries Joan Miller in South Carolina. On a state in 2007, Esther Canadas, a supermodel, marries MotoGP rider Seti Gibernau, who was 34 at the time in Spain. And on a state in 2017, actress and model Nikki, Nikki Whelan, who was 36 at the time, marries former NFL player turned actor Kerry Rhodes, who was 34 at the time, at the Beverly Hills Hotel in Los Angeles. So there you have it right there with your with your pop culture history and birthdays here for today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring you, of course, like I said, three uh, quick wrestling stories, once again, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. This story came out today. As Stephanie McMahon receives her second virus uh, vaccination dose, WWE Chief Brand Officer Stephanie McMahon shared a video today via Twitter showing she received her second pandemic vac- vaccination dose making her fully vaccinated for the vac- for the virus for right now. Of course, she, the clip is on a tweet. You can check that out if you wish. McMahon wrote in the caption of her tweet, officially fully hashtag vaccinated with a peace sign and one step closer to getting back to all the things I've missed for the past 12 plus months. Of course, hashtag COVID-19. And of course, you can check out her tweet, of course, on Twitter if you wish to do so. I spell it, ladies and gentlemen, because I just don't like mentioning the term anymore because the term is just getting way too old, my personal opinion. Joseph Lee posted this. Term deal with Major League Wrestling back in late 2019 and why he stayed with the company, and here are some highlights. On signing the long-term deal with Major League Wrestling, Fatou says, what, what, can, what can I say is Major League Wrestling has been great. Obviously, I'm still here with them. Myself, Tom Lawler, and Alexander Hammerson are going to be here. We're going to be here, and we all expect a lot of great things to happen. MLW's family, shout out to Court Bauer and the entire team, the production people, and cats that set up the lights, the pyro in the ring. There has been nothing but love out here. On why he signed the deal, Fatu says there are rumors here or there, but at the end of the day, I did what's best for me and my kids at the time on signing the contract. Nobody knew the virus was going to hit, but you know, I'm excited for MLW and what a lot of us have planned here. This is just a restart. We're not even halfway there for what's about to, to really happen. On the Contra unit, uh, Fatu says, everybody knows my family's made of tag team wrestlers from the Wild Samoans to the Head Shrinkers and Three Minute Warning to the Usos. So factions and tag teams have, have always been close to my heart. When we started out with Contra Unit, just a few members, and it got bigger and bigger. I'm really excited, especially after the restart, we added some new members like Mads Kruger and Davari. I'm very happy to be a part of the stable. It's not just Jacob Fatu, it's about Contra Unit and the Black Flag. I'm in all black right now. We represent them even, even when we're not supposed to. We are running the game. Just look out for bigger and better things to happen. Yes. 
And one more quick, one more quick story before we, of course, uh, cut before we before we cut out for the not for until revolution tonight. Blake Lavelle posted this story as Bobby Lashley was interviewed on potential match with Brock, Brock Lesnar, and also Kurt Angle helping him earn his first WWE tryout. In a recent interview on the Rich Eisen show, Bobby Lashley discussed a potential match with Brock Lesnar, also Kurt Angle helping him get an opportunity with WWE, and much more. Here are some of his comments. Bobby Lashley on his path to WWE, and Kurt Angle helping him get an opportunity with the company, Lashley says. Kurt Angle, who was wrestling in WWE, came down to the Olympic Training Center where I was training, and he and I started talking. He was like, man, you've got a great look. You ever thought about doing professional wrestling? I was a big fan of Kurt's anyways, and I already knew him. It was kind of a big deal that he came to me. They kind of opened the door for me to come in. After I met Kurt, I was still at the Olympic Training Center and trained to make it to the 2004 Olympics. That was my goal. On the way through, I was in the bank. The bank got robbed. These guys came in shooting. I took a dive down to the ground, split my knee open, and ended my amateur wrestling career. But before that, Kurt had already passed my number along the WWE. After I had surgery, one of the guys in WWE called me up. They were like, they were, they were like, we saw you, and Kurt spoke very highly of you, and we want to bring you in for a tryout. I thought it was a joke, but then I rushed my rehab and went down to the tryout. I didn't tell him anything about my knee, so I had to rehab like crazy. Then I was able to make it through the tryout. They lied me at the tryout, so they offered me a contract. On a potential match with Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley says, I don't really think that it's a case of finding a venue to do it, as I'm sure Vincent Mann would. I'm sure Scott Coker would. I'm sure Dana White would. I'm sure everybody would want to host that fight. It's just Brock. It's him. It's him. I'm prepared. I'm ready. Brock and his people, whenever they think that is necessary, whenever they think it's a big enough deal, then I think they will go and step up. And I think at that point it will happen. Right now my loyalty is to WWE, but I'm a fighter. And I've been a fighter my entire life, so I don't care where it is. I just think it needs to happen for the fans. I think that's a question you need to pose to Brock. But I think if he says yes, we can do it anywhere. Of course, it will also give credit to the Rich Eisen uh, show, of course, for this as well. And we'll post this interview, folks, in the WWS interview corner page if you wish to, of course, listen in on listen in on that. On that note here, folks, I want to thank you very much for listening in here tonight. Episode 249 of WCWS Outside the Ropes here. Of course, like I said, be sure to join us coming up here a little bit later on episode 976 of WCWS Revolution. As, of course, we will be covering the results of tonight's edition of Dynamite. We will talk about, of course, our personal thoughts about last night's edition of NXT on its first night. On its first night as, of course, as... um, on his first week, of course, being on a Tuesday night. We'll also talk about night two of the Stand and Deliver event. And also, of course, some other, of course, uh, topics here that does come up here as well. We hope to hear from everyone, including, of course, JD, John, Justin, Mitt, possibly several others. We hope to hear from some folks here tonight. So be sure to listen in on at 9 o'clock, 138055-pound, of course, for 976, of course, of Revolution. Be sure to check out all of our pages, of course, on Facebook as well, including in addition to the, like I said, interview corner page, as well as, of course, Entertainment Cavalcade, also the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page, Location of Animation, also the Movie Channel page, also our tribute groups, 
to, <clears throat> to of course, uh, Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, as well as Who's Lines in Anyway. Also, NASCAR US High Octane History, Power Rangers Protecting the Power, Home Improvement, More Power, More Power Forever, A Gaseous Affair. Uh, let me see here. Uh, also, check out all of our wrestling tribute groups, including AEW US, NXT US, uh, uh, ECW US, AWA US, ROH US. Uh, and so many others. Also check out Women of WCWUS for our female wrestling fans. Also check out the video vault where we got a lot of great wrestling matches and promos and stuff, including, of course, we got some recent stuff in there from the Hall of Fame ceremony this year to, of course, some moments from WrestleMania is on there as well. Also, of course, a lot of matches, of course, from, from superstars of the, of the past, dating back to everybody from, from Stone Cold to The Undertaker to The Rock to Triple H. The cane, uh, uh, you name it. And there's a lot of interesting moments there. Like I said, this everything under the sun. Just be sure to check out some of those. Check out some of those uh, stuff here, of course, here as well. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, check out all of our past episodes of all of our shows here on Talk Shoe. Of course, as Revolution moves ever so closer to hitting 1,000 episodes, we are now starting tonight. Will be, of course, 24 episodes away. Which, of course, I'm being told that June the 9th will be, of course, the official day that Revolution hits that 1,000 mark. And, of course, we have a lot of great things in store for that, including a possible trivia championship match. We'll talk more about that here coming up. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on the pay-per-view prediction center page, there's a we have more matches, of course, being, of course, for the, uh, uh, of course, we, uh, we continue to vote for the, on the second and third round of the, of course, WWUS Fonzie Invitational. And also, of course, some matches here, of course, pertaining to, of course, who will earn the or who will earn a spot to face, of course, the winners of John's predict, prediction title challenge from this past week for the WWUS GWI Unified World Heavyweight Championship. And also, of course, those, uh, those of course, that joined Chris the Shark Palzer for, an, for, of course, for, for, of course, the uh, for the uh, new NXT US Stand and Deliver Championship. So we hope to, of course, have those uh, some of those updates here about that. The 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 match the match, of course, pertaining to uh, pertaining to, of course, the WWS GWI World Head Unified World Heavyweight Championship. The results from that pole match and the Stand and Deliver title match. We'll give you those results, of course. Coming up here on Revolution this Friday, so be sure to listen in on that. But we'll get you some more updates here, of course, as they become available indeed. <clears throat> Outside the Ropes 249 is a broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, five years older, continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. Of course, keep in mind, of course, be sure to keep your hands clean, keep yourself clean. And, of course, we're doing a whole lot of praying as we continue to fight through this situation with this pandemic. And hopefully things will get back to some degree of normalcy. And we, of course, like you said, can live our lives the way, of course, we we have, have, have been planning to do so, been waiting to do so for quite some time. So since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, you're a source for everything in the world of pop culture pro wrestling, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only WCW US Radio Network. 
Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw signing off for now. We will talk at you on 976 of Revolution coming up here at 9 o'clock. Take care and God bless, folks. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and stay safe. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.